0: Podcast line and welcome back to spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions, bizarre credentials. Each week, we watch a movie, usually a bad one. We crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight of the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood. and I'm joined by my co-host, Adam. Hello, just Adam today, or Aloha. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just got back from Hawaii. Yeah, man. I f- saw this movie. Oh, uh, well, we'll explain why we-, we chose 2008's JCVD. JCVD. We chose this because. I just got back from Hawaii and boy, my arms hurt. Hey, no. uh, me Ah. me and my wife are out there <laughs> celebrating our uh, two year wedding anniversary. Yeah. Now, well done. I texted you saying, can we pick a movie that I can download on my phone on either Prime
1: or Netflix? Yeah. So you pick this one and the next week I pick that one. It was weird because a couple days before I was actually cruising through Prime to find out what I can watch because I, I do Netflix quite often and then I'm like, I'm kind of, Burnt out on these. Uh-huh. I need more options. Go over to the Prime. Oh. Uh, not that hey. bad, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. So many things. I haven't checked in in a while, uh, except for the movies that, of course, that I get to watch here on spoilers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I saw JCBD on there, and I'm like, I remember hearing about this movie a long time ago. Uh-huh. I, uh, he was actually on Corolla being interviewed about this, and it was a horrific interview. Is it because Corolla hijacked No. It's because oh, it Claude was, was yeah. out of his mind. <laughs> okay. it, was, it was like a phone-in interview, uh-huh. and uh, uh, JC... Uh, I feel so weird calling him that it's douchey. Van Dam, Yeah. Van, Van Dam was on the phone with him, but uh, it, it, it felt like Van Damme didn't know it was being recorded live. He's just kind of like <laughs> distracted by the background, like, uh, what? Huh? He <laughs> <laughs> didn't know what it yeah. was. All right. Yeah. So, uh, and he's trying to explain the movie, like, well, it's a movie called JCVD, and it has me in it, Jean Claude Van Damme. And I'm playing me. But I'm playing Jean Claude Van Damme. I'm playing, I'm playing JCVD. I'm not playing Jean Claude. <laughs> <laughs> it was very like, and Cole was like, Wait, what? <laughs> what? So you're playing yourself? No, no. I'm playing JCVD. uh uh-huh. But that's you. Yes. So <laughs> what? <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> hey, ah! <laughs> yeah, yelling in the background yeah. or something. It's very – and I, I, I was curious because of that interview to watch it but not enough to actually just, watch yeah, it. Yeah, you just never got around to it? Yeah. And then I saw a pop I'm like, hey, finally an excuse. Okay. It's, there's a lot of movies that I want to watch but I will also not watch on my own accord. Uh-huh. So spoilers is kind of a window to like, now, yep. I, now I have to. We have a list.
0: We have a, a Google Sheets yes, we do. document of just stuff that we plan on watching. Yes. That's not, yes. And some of them are just like, I always wanted to watch it, but right. nah, I'm not going to watch it.
1: I'm, I'm curious, but I also kind of need to be forced to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let me um, jump. Let me tell you who directed it All and right. starred in it. I'm still in this Hawaii mode. Excuse me. Okay. Oh. This movie was directed by... This guy's either French or uh Arab uh, Middle Eastern of some kind. Okay. Because of the name. Is directed by a man named Mabruk El Mekri? M E C H R I. Metri. Now the reason I say that is because my wife, she's Egyptian. She understands Arabic. She doesn't how really okay. to speak it. Mabruk is a word in Arabic that I've heard her say. I forgot what it is. L is the just like in Spanish. Okay. And then M E C H R I I don't know what it is. Babe, if you're out there. Watch, uh, watching this live on Facebook Live? Yeah. Please let me know what Mabruk means. I got it.
1: What is it? <laughs> she, she said it? No, no. Oh. I, uh, I I quickly Googled it. Okay. The root of the word Mabruk is Baraka, pronounced this way, Baraka, all right, which means blessing. Oh, okay. It's used on every occasion that is has the chance to say congratulations.
0: Okay. So it's blessing of the something, Yeah, whatever his last name is.
1: Mekri. Mm-hmm.
0: This movie stars JCVD, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Francois Damiens, John Flanders, Jean-Francois Wolfe, amongst others. Mm. Uh, we're pretty much going to say the fat guy. <laughs> yeah. The fan. That's basically it. The bad hair guy. Let me give you a brief synopsis. Jean-Claude Van Damme gets involved in a bank robbery with hostages and reflects about his life during it. <laughs> I ask this every week. I already know the answer. Have you ever seen this before?
1: No way.
0: I've never seen it. I... I was familiar, familiar with it. I've heard of it. I just never, like you, I just never got around to watching it. Yeah. Cause Van Damme, he wasn't my favorite of all the action guys. Like, in my power yeah. rankings, it's Arnold, Stallone, Bruce, him. Wait. Seagal. I know. I'm sorry. Hold on. I know. Your boy's third in my okay. list. I'm sorry. I, I need a minute.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, and Kurt. Wait. Oh, so Seagal's above Van Damme? No, I have Van Damme then oh, okay. Seagal. So I, I blacked that after you put Bruce at three. I'm sorry. Right.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, and by the way, Kurt, he's on his own level. Okay. He's not, he's on a different plane. Understood. That's why he's not on the list. Okay. <laughs> so, Van Damme, I, I, to be honest, like, I've only liked a few Van Damme movies. Everything else is just kind of forgettable. Yeah. Time Cop is eh. Actually, my, to be honest with you, my favorite Van Damme movie. Action movie is probably Universal Soldier. Did you ever see that? With Dolph Lundgren? Yeah. That's, is that, that's, that's your boy? That's, uh, no, it's Van Damme and oh, Dolph that's, Lundgren. That's just Soldier. That's Soldier. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's Kurt Russell. Okay. This one there. Uh, the Goldberg? It, Which one was Goldberg? Oh, that's like part six. There's okay. like seven or eight of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's like seven or eight of these movies. Uh, all right. But the first one's great. It's two uh Vietnam soldiers who died or on the verge of death and the military brings them back to life. So they can oh. find a way to keep them alive during these, like, crazy fucking black ops missions. But they have to inject these, like, needles into the back of their spine to put this stuff into their – uh this fluid into their spine to keep them, like, calm. Okay. Because they're technically dead. Oh, my. So this chemical is, like, bringing them back so that way they can
1: be perfect soldiers. Is that T-virus? Is that what's going on? <laughs> no. Okay.
0: So uh, so Van Dam starts, like, feeling. And he's like, oh, my God. I don't know where we are, but we should be dead. And then fucking – What's his name? Uh, Ivan Drago loses it. And, oh yeah, and he's and he's like, uh, I am the perfect machine, and they got to kill each other. I like that movie. That's probably my favorite. Okay, the
1: sport was good. Have to check it out. Kickboxer was fine, but sports only one I remember. But we did, did it
0: a few like months ago.
1: Did we? Yeah. Oh no.
0: Yeah. <laughs> with uh with uh what's his name um Chong Li he was the bad guy. Oh yeah
1: yeah that's right that's right yeah. I, yeah. But that's, okay, maybe I'm thinking the other kickboxer then. The one where he does the splits and hits him in the crotch? That's kickboxer. Okay. But even then, that's the only scene I remember. So when I think Van Damme, that's all I see. <laughs> it's just the splits, splits and, 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 and crotch kicks. kick, or crotch punch. We also did the one where he's a twin. Double impact. Double impact. And which we... I thought was a different movie with a different <laughs> twin version of himself with long hair. Okay. Which is, uh, it's like his evil twin, and not just a twin twin. But it was also a, a Van Damme movie. I guess really? I remember. So he did twin, t- twins twice? Yeah, well, it, but it wasn't like a twin. It was like an evil. Oh, just a version of himself. Okay. Gotta, an alternate version yeah, of himself.
0: Yeah, I gotta look that up. We also did his first ever movie, No Retreat, oh! No Surrender. I know you remember that one.
1: Yes. Oh my God. That one was the worst.
0: Not the worst we've ever done. No, no, no. But it was pretty bad. Oh. So we've done Van Damme a few times. And uh, I'm not Replicants.
1: really. Okay. Replicant. That
0: sounds familiar. So we've done him a few times. Not a fan of the action hero guys. He's fine. If I see him on the street, I'll like, hey, Van Damme. But I wouldn't lose it like if I saw Arnold or Stallone.
1: No. Uh,
0: or Bruce. I would lose it too for Bruce.
1: Yeah. I, I I feel like I wouldn't be able to make the words.
0: So so in our pantheon of action hero stars, I feel like Van Damme is – According to you, yeah, it was a movie. You're yeah, like, oh, he's, he's a guy.
1: He, he's uh, he's a star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. That's
0: it. That's <laughs> we're limited. Th- we're yeah. leaving it there. Yeah,
1: he, he is. I mean, he he deserves recognition for uh-huh. being able to get to where he's been. Uh, but at the same time, so does like Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you made it. But how'd you I, get? There? I don't get it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't, I'm at, not my demographic. I guess, uh-huh. but. You've done something. Mm-hmm. It's to be commended. Congratulations. I, I, I would ask for an autograph if I saw him.
0: Yeah. Because or a picture. Yeah,
1: something. Because it's still a big deal. Yeah. In the same way that when I saw Adam Sandler that one time, <laughs> I wanted a picture with him. Well, wait a minute here. But that's your nemesis. <laughs> I understand. But he's also still a celebrity. So it's, it's kind of a cool like, hey, I met somebody famous. Uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of the things you've done as of late. Uh-huh. Uh, I was way back in the day. Uh, so there is still part of like a – yeah, that would be that'd be a cool picture.
0: Were you ever a fan of Stiller?
1: No. Never? No, I was never a fan okay. of Stiller. No. So if you
0: saw Stiller, no picture?
1: No, I, I, yeah, I still would okay. because, again, still celebrity. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still kind of like, hey, look at that. Uh, whatever whatever circumstance led us to be in the same room together, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Again, not a big supporter, but I, I understand there's a respect for getting to where you got uh-huh. regardless of where how you got there. I, I, that was a horribly grammatically incorrect sentence.
0: Yeah, I got it. Okay. Sarah always told me if we're ever in LA and Kurt Russell yeah. is out there, she's like, I would have to speak for you. You you wouldn't know what to say. Yep. She would ha- she would ha- she would say, uh, Mister Russell, my husband is a big fan of yours, and he can't talk.
1: Can you take a picture with him, please? Yep. <laughs> the, the, the same night that I got a picture with Sandra, uh, Kevin Pollock was also there. Oh. And uh, I did a handshake, and I, I I just like big fan. It's like basically all I said. Yeah, big, big fan. He's like, love, all right, thanks. I love it, like, dude.
0: Okay, great character actor. Yeah, he,
1: then that's, that's all. That's
0: all. He's a uh, Lieutenant
1: Weinberg in a few good a men. Few good men. That's right.
0: Who's gonna defend this country? <laughs> you, you, Lieutenant <laughs> Weinberg. <laughs> that was on TV the night before we flew ah, out to Hawaii. Such a good it's one. so it's still good. Dude. It's amazing. It's the part where. He puts the letter down. He's like, "Who the fuck is Pete uh, Private First Class Santiago?" Yeah, and man. I started watching it from there. And Sarah was like, uh, "This movie's on again," because <laughs> she hasn't seen the whole thing. She just knows, like everyone else, the the, court scene? the I want the truth. You
1: can't handle. I, did I tell you I did that with a trivia? There was there was a trivia question. Oh yeah, I, did, I, I remember telling oh, you. Oh yeah, I did, but just I already let, I already, spo- I already spoiled the whole thing though. But the <laughs> uh, the question was, uh, who has gotten the most nominations for the Oscars for the Oscar? Uh, with I think like seven or nine or something crazy. Mm-hmm. All kinds of answers in. And then um, once they got in, I'm like, all right, here's the question again. All right, you guys ready for the answer? Yeah, you want the answer? <laughs> yeah, you can't handle the answer. <laughs> it's Jack Nicholson. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh. I was very proud of that. Yeah, the Movie's great, dude. It's a great movie. It's so good. Although my favorite is still, I think, as, as good as it gets.
0: For, of him?
1: Of his, yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, because he's the lead. Yeah. Hugh
0: man, he's only in it for like maybe 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, but powerful though. Still powerful. Oh, yeah. He's still nominated for an Oscar for like three right? minutes. Yeah. Wow. For the best supporting actor.
1: Fantastic. Oh, he's great.
0: I eat breakfast 300 <laughs> yards away.
1: <laughs> a million cubes trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Back to this movie.
0: All right. So, JCBD. JCBD, that's right. So, this <laughs> movie – it's good. how do we tackle this movie? Because the movie – there's a general – plot we could say but then it comes at you from three from different points of view so it breaks down like what's happening
1: okay when you told me that this was uh written and or produced by whatever name you said that was not jean-claude van damme i was confused (laughs) okay in my mind this was written this was his room this yes exactly he wrote this he i don't maybe not directed it Uh but he definitely wrote it because it feels like it's him i got a message i want to get out I'm more than just the kicking guy. Yes, mm-hmm. that, that that was like the the entire premise of the movie is I, I just I, I want to make a movie around this one scene that does not even belong in this movie just so oh, I can the floating when, up when he's talking to the camera. Yes, what the? <laughs> I don't even remember when that comes into the movie as far as context wise. It's it's towards the end. It's okay. Yeah, but basically there's a scene and uh, we'll get to it. I guess. Yeah, where he, he's just talking at the camera, saying like, "What am I thinking right now? I'm scared." Uh, because you know me as an actor and all these things, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a, he's basically saying I'm a person. Uh, It's like, uh, I beat the odds to get here. Yeah. I was a skinny little grunt
0: from, from Brussels and I learned karate and I learned this and he, and he flexes his his fucking huge bicep and he goes, you see this? I didn't have this back then. This is me now. And he, and he like, he starts tearing up crying. Well, the way that shot is he's, he's on the floor while the bank robbers are surrounding with other hostages. Yeah. And I know out of nowhere he starts floating up and he goes past the, 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 uh, roof and up there are all the soundstage lights. So you know, he's on a soundstage. So now this is the way I interpret it as this is Van Damme saying, Hey, I'm not in a movie anymore. I'm talking to you. Yeah. I am, I'm just a person. i
1: w- <laughs> well, in, in the context of the know, entire movie. Yeah.
0: That, it's okay, like, I'll buy it that he's put in a situation he shouldn't be in. I got that. But then to break the fourth wall to be like, Hey, I'm a person,
1: goddamn it! Right, because because it, it has nothing to do with anything in the movie except for the fact that I need this moment to talk to you, the audience. Uh-huh. It's basically you could you could have done a press release to say this and, and then be done with it. Uh-huh. But no, you got to make an entire movie around it, just to sandwich this one scene in there. It was it was very confusing. It, they they could have done it in a way that was like, mm-hmm. um, I think I'm gonna die right now. You got a phone? Can you record my last will and testament real quick? So oh put yeah, this that out? would have been good. And then it would have been fine in the movie. Mm-hmm. Because that, that's within the context of yes, what's happening. And what's, what yes, and what would have happened if the real Jean-Claude Van Damme was in a real bank heist situation, uh-huh. thinking he was really going to die, I want to get this off my chest. Mm-hmm. Can you record me? The, now, if these were any... Um, if they, okay, if this was Simon Gruber b- robbing it, <laughs> they wouldn't have the phones anymore. No. But if it was Hans, maybe they'd have their phones. Y- yeah. Okay, so <laughs> that's assuming this is a Hans uh, heist. Uh-huh. Then you have the phone. Please record this. Uh-huh. Put it on YouTube uh, so that people can know the real Jean-Claude Van whatever his name oh, is. Oh, uh, Jean-Claude v- Van Der Yeah. Something like that.
0: Which I didn't know. We find out in the movie. I, was, is that real? Yeah. Okay. Well, according to Wikipedia. So who
1: knows? Fantastic.
0: So yeah, that that's pretty much Jean-Claude Van Damme is like you said about Corolla. Uh, he's playing a version of himself
1: yes that's real ish right jcvd
0: and he's going through a custody battle t- uh for his wife to get his daughter right in real life he actually doesn't have a daughter he has sons right but they changed they rewrote it for for this movie
1: yeah so so they don't get it's so unreliable like, or something impactful if he has a okay. daughter
0: so he goes back to belgium where he's from originally right. and he goes into a bank and then it gets robbed and he's in the middle of it and the cops think that he's behind the whole thing right that's the whole plot. That's the whole plot. <laughs> yep. But then there's di- different points of view of what happens. So all you see initially is him going in the bank and then the cops think, oh, fuck, John claude Van Damme's robbing the bank. And then the next
1: yeah. group well, of he, shots – He goes into the he, – you uh-huh. he, he, he see some fans at a video store uh-huh. um, because they need to talk about movies because uh, every terrorist in the world has been Arab <laughs> except for a Van Damme movie because uh, Van Damme respects the Arabs I guess. <laughs> is that the takeaway we're supposed to do here?
0: Uh <laughs> Let me think. <laughs> Okay, Schwarzenegger. He fought. Because that's the whole scene of the movie yeah. where they the, fought the, Arabs
1: in True Lies. Yeah, the
0: guy is talking about like oh, uh, it's, it's it, in the seventies. It was the Viet Cong. In the eighties and nineties, it's it's the Arabs. Right. No, in the eighties, it was the Russians. Nineties and two thousands, it's it's uh, Arabs.
1: And uh, uh, this was also in trivia. I don't, I don't know if it's, you're gonna get to it. Uh-huh. I think it was a, a Chuck Norris one. They're saying Chuck Norris even fought the Arabs, uh, but in in, in actuality. The movie that Chuck Norris is, was in with Arabs, he was on the side of the Arabs helping them out against was it, a different kind of terrorist. Was it Delta Force? No. no. I don't know. I don't remember that movie. Oh, you, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't it was on spoilers if you want to check the archives. Yeah, we did Delta Force. That was a long time
0: ago. Oh, my. Because this is our 175th episode.
1: Hey! Look at that. 175, wow. Yeah. Fantastic.
0: We're six months away from spoilies.
1: Yeah. And by the way, when spoilies comes back on, I would probably be fresh back from my Hawaii Hawaiian trip. trip. Yeah. Oh that'll Look be interesting. Do, man. Yeah.
0: And right before spoilies, it's your birthday pick. That's right. Oh it's gonna be so a good one. So you can pick mark. whatever you want.
1: Uh I'm gonna do face off again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know you mentioned the, the Gruber jobs. Yeah. Um every, I always see these movie lists for like best uh, best movie villains of all time and Hans Gruber is on a lot of these lists and I think of you <laughs> because Walt well, because he's obviously a good villain, but yeah. compared to his brother. No. 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 You never see Simon Gruber on a list.
1: No. Uh, Jeremy Irons, man, he's just, he's just good. He's just good. Mm-hmm. Even he's, as Alfred, he's, he's yeah, good. Yeah,
0: he's the best part of Batman v <laughs> yeah, Superman.
1: Yeah,
0: Well, besides Wonder Woman, she's good.
1: She's fine. Yeah,
0: She's good in that movie. Yeah. But the Wonder Woman movie, I haven't seen, but I feel like everyone's bitching like, why didn't Wonder Woman get an Oscar nomination? Because it's a stupid fucking comic book movie. Yeah. It's good for a comic book movie, but it's not a real – okay. You know how you say horror movies are not real movies? <laughs> right. Well, like these aren't like real movies. They're dumb fucking blockbuster
1: movies. They're they're money grabs. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not meant to be oh God, here uh, we go. Oh life-changing. God. Oh, you ready for all the fucking oh. <laughs> hate? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, actually, Logan proved that you could make a, a serious movie, and Deadpool proved that you could... Uh,
1: yeah, and Watchmen yeah. was also uh, thematically awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, as far as, like, these are not things that people can be like, oh, the Shia LaBeouf or the Citizen Kane clapping, you're not going to get that kind of thing <laughs> from a comic book movie. You're going to get people like, oh, because of that one thing that happened in the comic book that one Well, time. the
0: Dark Knight... Was good and Dark, people. Yeah, was people amazing. were mad that it wasn't nominated for an Oscar, which it, you can argue it could have been. Yeah, that's that. This this is the main reason why uh, the Oscar movies are now up to ten nominees because people felt that the Dark Knight was snubbed. Okay, because it was all like indie films where it's like, oh, I'm paralyzed and and I'm a transsexual and I'm and my father.
1: Let's watch this kid grow him. up for ten years. Yeah, it's it was where a movie like happens. that. and people yeah. were like, why is the Dark Knight in there? Dark Knight was was great mm-hmm. and but but they couldn't nominate it because it would set a precedent
0: yeah exactly now we got to throw all these fucking comic book movies in yeah yeah
1: no you can't do that yeah. you can't as much as i loved it I, I, there's <laughs> no way yeah you, then you have to include all of them right because then also there'd be because they make a lot of money they 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 do very well so if they don't actually win against uh, child, childhood or boyhood, boyhood mm-hmm. where like maybe seven people actually went to the theaters to watch it versus <laughs> Batman where it's like a 100 million uh-huh. then like well how, why? Did, how, how did that win look at the box office mojo of course Batman did better how did that not win there'd be an outcry and then the whole system would be called into question yeah no you can't you can't money makers can't win Oscars because they, there's nothing artistic about it it's just like hey
0: this is cool. The only two movies I could think of that were like money makers that won Best Picture in my lifetime. Cause I'm not counting like The Godfather because I wasn't around for that. But I'm okay. saying in our lifetime, the only like Best Picture movie I could think of that was like a real money. It was made, it was made to make money was probably The Third Lord of the Rings.
1: That one oh, best picture. Okay. But see, that's, that's impressive though. Yeah. The, technically, the scale, that's the, a technical, the scale and scope of that movie yes, is yes. wow. The detail. Holy Christ. Yeah. That, that, I get it. Mm-hmm. The Batman's like it's it's cool, but <laughs> for what it is, yeah. This is also this is based on literature, yes. So that alone puts it in a different category than a comic book. Yes, that's true.
0: Wow, you sound like me, Adam. Yeah,
1: I'm starting to get burnt out. too, By the way, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm I'm catching up to your burnt out with the. Do you remember the last time I was here? We recorded... Don't worry. We'll get back to JCVD. Um, I showed you that yeah, trailer. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> I
0: showed you that trailer for the X-Men uh, movie where it's, it's like an X-Men horror movie where they're in a mental asylum. Oh, yeah. And Arya Stark's it's in Like it. Humans or something? Inhumans? Uh, New Mutants. New, oh, that's what it is. Arya Stark's in it and the brother from uh, Stranger Things is in there. Yep. That got pushed back to next year. Ah, oh, God damn it. The
1: one, com- the one
0: comic movie I was interested in <laughs> seeing...
1: Yeah. That that's, that's bending your genres, man. That's right in your wheelhouse. Exactly. I'm, I actually, that looks very good. Yeah, it looks trippy. Yeah. So JCVD, you, you brought up
0: Citizen Kane, which is a good transition because the opening scene. I love this opening scene. It's it's Van Dam on a movie set, and they're doing a typical like Van Dam scene. Yeah, where he's a one man army. He's kicking guys. He's shooting guys. He's taking guys out all by himself. Yep. And it's all done in one take, one shot, yeah, one continuous shot.
1: Th- those I'm very impressed by. The the fact that you can do that, a a one take uh, shot, especially in in general, if it's more than even five minutes, then that's crazy impressive.
0: Goodfellas, the scene where Henry takes um, Karen, remember they go through the back of the restaurant, down the stairs, and they go back like through the kitchen and stuff. That's all done in one shot. Okay, it took them from what I read like seven takes. All right, and everyone had to be on cue. Like as soon as they saw the camera moving, I got to be the waiter. I got to walk by in this exact moment.
1: In That's fact, impressive. Th- that is the only thing I enjoyed about uh, Ed Norton, a uh, Bird Birdman. Oh, Birdman! Yeah, Bird, yeah. It, it, it looked like it was the entire movie was basically one take.
0: It wasn't, but it, it gives yeah. you the illusion that
1: it is. Yeah, and that I found very impressive because because uh-huh. I I know how much it would take to make that actually happen. Uh-huh. Uh, so even the ones even even when they do have breaks, the, the, there's long pauses in between those actual breaks, and that mm-hmm. to me, I was very impressed by. it. Only thing I enjoyed about the movie. It's almost like doing a play. Right. Cause you can't stop. Yeah. If you fuck up, it's like, right. like, keep going. Yeah. Reset. All right. Uh, can we, uh, bring that, uh, tree back over here? Uh huh. <laughs> that's why theater actors make fun of, uh, movie stars. Okay. Cause they
0: can do it like 10, they can do t- 10 takes. Right. Till they get the perfect one. They also do it like 200 times a year, <laughs> which <laughs>
1: yeah. that's gotta be exhausting as so. hell. Uh-huh.
0: So yeah, this opening scene, it's like a typical cigar, uh, Van Damme, like, action movie sequence where it's all shot in one take. And then uh, there's, like, flames. flames yeah, there's flame flamethrowers. There's grenades. There's all this crazy shit. And then <laughs> the one guy goes to the door and the set falls. So they're, like, cut. And Van Damme is trying to tell the director, this Asian yeah. guy who doesn't speak English, he's like, I can't do these one shots anymore. I'm, I'm in my late 40s. I'm 47 or whatever. Yeah. I can't do this no more. And the guy's like, oh, this guy thinks he's making fucking Citizen Kane over here. That, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but – I don't know if you noticed, a lot of the scenes in this movie were one shot, one continuous shot. Oh, is that right?
1: Yeah. I did not notice that. I
0: think it's a joke. I I don't know. I don't know. I caught this that He's saying, I'm 47. I can't do these shots anymore like this like I used to. I'm not young anymore. But then two or three of the shots are like long one-take shots. I
1: did not notice that. Yeah, I noticed it. Hmm, if I ever somehow for some reason <laughs> watch, watch this, this again. again, I'll oh, get I'm getting a hint of uh, your your feelings for this movie. <laughs> now, the, the the thing about watching this on Amazon Prime uh-huh. uh is they have this they have this x-ray feature which has a trivia Good stuff. feature. Right. Uh however, I don't want to step on all of your trivia things. <laughs> I don't know if this is part of it. Okay. The, I'll let you know. The uh that, that line where he says I can't do this all in one take. That was apparently improvised, and it was something that Jean Claude was actually feeling at that moment when that happened. Yeah. Uh Was it, I think thirty uh, percent of the movie was improvised? Yeah. That's not in my trivia, but I
0: remember looking skimming through. Them. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But but to me, I felt like they were like bragging about that. <laughs> like there's there's not a lot here though. Yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations! <laughs> you improvised some mm-hmm. dialogue. I feel like that's all Tarantino scenes. I feel like those – they may be scripted or not, but they feel improvised. They feel natural. Maybe just, that's how well he writes dialogue.
0: Tarantino? Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it just feels like, yeah, I'm just sitting here watching these guys have an actual conversation. Mm-hmm. Like they forgot the cameras are rolling and this is what happened. Uh, I did not feel like that at all during this movie. About like, ooh, that dialogue was so fr- – like fr- it, was, it was fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People would say that. Yeah. <laughs> like, nope, that was badly written. Nope, badly written.
0: And another thing <laughs> – Adam, you really hate subtitles. I do. So this movie, we discovered, most of it's dubbed. Yeah. I didn't know that going in. I, I, I feel like this was shot in Belgium. Belgium, yeah. And Bel- the language is maybe French oh, or about- Belgium, whatever
1: they speak. I was assuming Belgian has its own language. but Is that not it? Well, Be- belgium
0: Well, no. A lot of people in Europe speak French. Okay. Like they speak French and Spanish, French and Nordic, French and something. French is like
1: the common language in Europe. So Jean-Claude Van Damme is from Belgium, but he speaks French. He most likely w- does. They spend they spend any time in New Orleans. <laughs> no. No. Like Tommy, Big Tommy man. No. No. <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to figure out the the, the, the accents, though. All right.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, my, so my wife's parents, they're Egyptian, and Egypt is right across the Mediterranean from Europe. Okay. So people from Europe and Egypt, well, when they lived there in the 60s and 70s. They they vacation. They go – so people from Egypt go to Europe and people from Europe go to right. Egypt. So everyone in like Egypt – Like a tourist exchange program? Sort of. Like you just <laughs> – yeah. you go there and they come here right. for vacation. So people in Egypt, from what I was told from them, they know Arabic plus French and maybe Italian or something else. And then Jesus. when you go from Egypt into Europe, people there know Arabic of some dialect. They know French. They know this. They know this. Man, so
1: Van Damme most likely it, knows French. Meanwhile, is people in America are just like, well, you speak funny. And they, <laughs> yeah. they, all they speak is English. Yeah. You pricks. <laughs> these people know more than like two languages. That's, that's goddamn impressive. Well, my
0: guess is because our country is so big compared to like Belgium, it's easy to get from Belgium to like France. Okay. So because so many people are going through these different countries, it, they just pick up like French and – Belgium, yeah. whatever.
1: I'm assuming they speak. Belgium. Okay. Well, I I, what, what do they the, speak? <laughs> I've been working in the same place for over ten years now, and there's there's a lot of uh, Mandarin being spoken around mm. me. I haven't picked up anything, man. I got, <laughs> I got, I got nothing. Uh, they speak
0: French is the official language of Belgium. They also speak German and Dutch.
1: Okay. So
0: yeah, French. I I had a feeling it was French by the bat. The main bank robber with that bad haircut. The way the way his dub was was like, "What are you doing? Trying to help
1: him?" That sounds sort of Frenchy. Now, did Van Damme dub his own things? Was he speaking French? You think? I think yes. So they had okay because there were times where it looked like he was speaking English. Was his dub him?
0: I don't know. (laughs) I don't know either. I don't know what he sounds (laughs) like. Why why don't? Why didn't you dub him with at least his own English voice? Maybe that is his voice. Because when when the cop, the inspector. Yeah, comes in and he talks to Van Dam. It's Van Damme's voice. I I had to watch this movie in subtitles. I couldn't understand <laughs> what anybody was saying. It was, was rough. Thing. It was real rough. So I put the subtitles on, and it says Van Dam: colon, uh, stay away from here. Yeah, and I'm like that, but that's not his voice. Did they not dub? I don't know him with his own lines in English. I, f- I feel like this entire movie was shot in French originally. Uh huh.
1: Certain things were reshot. In English in like English? the court scene and the opening scene and, and the agent, the agent, oh yeah, that uh-huh. was all redone yes. as a regular guy, because uh-huh. even the quality of the audio, and I hate the fact that I, I'm so tuned into the audio things uh-huh. because it all everything sounded wrong except for the agent like that was <laughs> recorded at the time of the recording. Uh-huh this was not, there was no ADR here. this was all we got a mic and a camera Go. we are using both of them at the same time, yep. versus the rest of the movie where they had to come in with the audio later. Uh-huh. It was very distracting. It, it it kind of was like The Room, huh? Like the dubbing and, yes. and the ADR and all that stuff? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Although at The Room, I, I don't think there was any actual real audio. That's, that's how it seemed anyway. Maybe I was just uh. all strung out on what was happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't understand.
0: So, yeah, uh, I was shocked that this was dubbed over. I had a feeling this was going to be like a Europe, uh, European movie, but I didn't realize all the dubbing. Yeah. Because it's bad dubbing. Like the guy's mouth is moving, and it's like uh, you know Jean Claude Van Damme, and his mouth is like still right. a, moving a little. Yeah. Because I avoid movies that do this. I know. Because uh, I know. So when I saw this, I was shocked. I was like, "Wow, I didn't well, know." I didn't know. I know. Movie I, know. I know you didn't know. I didn't know either. But as soon as I p- hit play on the play on the plane, I'm like, "Wow."
1: Oh, Adam's not gonna like oh, this. Oh boy, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> At least this time I did it to myself and it wasn't yeah. like a sea salt or a maestro yeah. uh, throwing me into this kind of situation. My most likely
0: best guess, Adam, you saw JCVD, you saw the cover and you're like, that's ah, some shitty Van Damme movie. Fuck it.
1: Yeah. Let's just watch it. It's fine. <laughs> Home.
0: So I have a feeling you didn't like this movie.
1: No, no, no. Because like, like I said, this feels like it was a film project put on by Van Damme himself. Where, like, he's he, the producer. He's everything. the writer. That, that's, that's how it felt. Uh-huh. Uh, the fact that it was not this.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's, it's, that means someone I don't know if makes
1: it better or worse.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. That means someone came up with the idea like, you know what? I'm and there gonna... were rewrites to this movie. Yes. Yes. Okay. And it takes place essentially
1: in one location. Yep. Which generally I'm against. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the location was big enough that there were multiple rooms at least. Yeah. Not like, a, was it a phone booth? That was mm-hmm. all in the phone booth? Yeah. Although, there, I feel like I've suggested this before. Uh, uh, Michael Kane and uh, <laughs> the guy from Repo Man. who's uh, He's he's balding, but he's also very attractive. Jude Law. Jude Law. Yeah, Jude Law and Michael Kane, Oh, I know what we were talking about. Uh, Sleuth. Sleuth, yes. That is all takes place in the same location mm-hmm. with only two actors in the entire movie. Is it in a room? It's in a house. It's in a house. Yeah, so yeah. it's a big, big enough location. Yeah. and I was shocked how much I enjoyed that one. Okay, Be- and it just it was like it's, it was simple, mm-hmm. but the story was the story that, that that's what that's what makes these kind of movies. If you're gonna do something in a one area, the story better hold up. Mm-hmm. And that one I think held up a lot. There's a movie with Ryan Reynolds called Buried. This was years before Deadpool.
0: I saw it. The whole movie takes place. He's buried in a coffin. Oh wait, no, I didn't underground. Do
1: that. It's called buried. No, 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 I saw the one where his daughter is kidnapped. Ryan Reynolds' daughter. Yeah, and and, and the guy that kidnapped the daughter is the guy who played the Blob in uh, X Men. Oh, the, uh, the X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. The the big white. He was mm-hmm. also in Smoking Aces. Uh-huh. That guy's great. Yeah, everybody liked that guy. He's he's fun. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, and, but he plays like a pervert uh, pedophile in this movie. Okay, it's. It's a decent movie. I, I thought I was watching Buried. I was trying to find Buried. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like put him Buried in the Netflix and it's like, how about this one? It's also Ryan Reynolds. I'm like, all right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Buried, it takes place in a confined location. That's the whole movie. What? He's, a, he's, a, he's, he's a, buried alive. He's a truck driver okay. in Iraq. He's not in the military. He's like a contract uh, truck driver. He gets kidnapped and they bury him alive and he has a blackberry. And the the terrorist call him saying, "We want you to call the embassy and get those one million dollars." He goes, "I'm a truck driver. I don't have a million dollars." So the whole movie is him in that coffin. So he calls like his wife. He calls the embassy. There's there's like a snake in there that he has to deal with. Yeah, it's a fucking what the. That's the whole movie. It's ninety minutes long. That's the whole movie. I (sighs) are you intrigued? Yes. Well, I like my rounds a lot. I know you do. That's what I'm saying. Watch it. But that... How do you make 90 minutes out of that? You gotta see, dude.
1: That's... Oh! I'm very curious. Mm -hmm. Okay. Alright. Put that on my list. So so JCVD
0: takes place essentially in one spot. the, The bank. And he goes in there so there's
1: different points of view, pretty much. They're trying to be clever the way they shot this. Yeah. They're trying to be Pulp Fiction-y. Uh-huh. Like, uh, here's how it happened. Now let's go back five minutes. Yeah. Let's now let's see. go back another five minutes. Uh-huh. Now let's go forward. Now mm-hmm. let's go back again. Yeah. <laughs> they were trying to be clever. And, and and this is why I thought it was a JCVD thing or Jean-Claude thing. Yeah. Like, I, I'll show them I know how to make movies too. And I don't know why I'm making him like Tommy now. <laughs> I was about to say, you sound like Tommy Wizzo,
0: like, the, like yeah. the
1: logic behind it. Right, exactly. We're making a big Hollywood movie. Uh-huh. Uh this is how it would be if it was if I shot the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, again, are you again, sure you're not from New Orleans at all. This <laughs> JC. No. Okay. Belgium. All right. The muscles from Brussels,
0: that's his nickname.
1: Yeah. Uh so this takes place in Belgium. There's everyone speaking English for some reason, but also can't read English apparently because there's there's news clipping and whatnot. Dubbed for us? Right. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he 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 goes into the bank. There's uh, gunfire. Uh, the cop runs towards the bank. He sees JCVD uh, pushing a file cabinet in front of the window. Get out of here! Uh-huh. And then so now, oh, so he's robbing the bank. Uh, call the cops. The cops show up. They go to the video store. What did you see? I got pictures of John Claude. Oh, look at that. He's cool. He's uh-huh. he's much shorter than I thought he would be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he's a real tan. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the, the dubbing. The oh. cab driver comes out and – which also there's a side story with a cab driver. Which we find out uh, she's, she's a big fan of Jean-Claude Van
0: Damme. She tries to talk to him on the way because it keeps going backwards in time until we get to the scene where he floats and he gets real, real, real.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, he's rude to her, but he's really not rude. He's just like, he's just tired. Yeah, he, he just wants to sleep. He basically says, I'm sorry, I'm tired. He's like, oh, why are you so rude? I just want to talk to you. You're a big deal here. Oh, I don't – You're a big should... Hollywood star now, Greg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, the scene was also 100% improvised. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I picked – yeah, that's all my truth. Is it? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to stop with okay. this show. No, no, no.
0: I have more detail into it. Okay, though. good, good, But yeah, that's a general idea. It was improv. Yeah. Uh, so, so pretty much he, he, he's going through a custody battle to get his daughter's custody from his wife. Right. So her lawyers are arguing, oh, he's a dumb movie star. Look at how he perceives death and violence in his movies. So he has to do a movie and he goes to, back home to Belgium. To get, he's, he's out of cash. He's out of cash. So he goes back home and he goes to this bank and he, the teller's like, no, I, we don't have any money. We, we ran out. It's like 11 o'clock. He's like, it's 11 o'clock. How do you run out of money? And she goes, no, sir, I really can't. Yeah. And the the security guard and, like, the guy holding the files who
1: you think work there are the actual robbers. Right. But this doesn't get revealed until, like, maybe 20 yeah, minutes Yeah, this in. is,
0: like, later on down
1: the road. Because at the beginning, they're setting it up. The Jean-Claude Van Damme went crazy and, and is robbed the robbing the place. Because before we find out who the robbers are, the cop comes in. He has, they have to get basically naked to come into the place uh-huh. because somebody else got shot or something. And they're releasing that hostage. He goes in. Jean-Claude's got a gun to the security guard's head. Uh-huh. Like, oh, I'll kill all of you. And then uh, he beats up the security guard or the uh, the FBI guys, kicks him out. So now even they're thinking like, oh, Jean-Claude has gone crazy. He just yeah. he just punched the guy. Uh, he punched the unconscious guy that he was already bleeding out uh-huh. and then beat up the FBI dude and sent us out of here. They're still in underwear. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, yeah, he's going, well, I don't understand. And then we get the cutscene backwards, where it's like uh, now it's the actual terrorist guys. The the main security guy was in charge, but then he got usurped by the, the guy with the bad haircut. Yeah, the the guy that's trying to be uh, Snape the, 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 from <laughs> uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. He's trying to do an Alan Rickman here, uh-huh. which uh, he's being a Hans Gruber though. He's very, yeah, he's very the, uh, yeah,
0: he fucks up the job.
1: He <laughs> I did not like that guy at all. I know. He, he I hated was, that fucking guy. He was a horrible character choice, horrible actor. Uh-huh. Everything was bad about uh-huh. that guy.
0: I like the security guard fan guy.
1: Yeah. My favorite
0: fun. my favorite scene in the movie is probably where um <laughs> he puts <laughs> the cigar in that one guy's mouth and he goes, "Kick it, Jean-Claude." And he goes, "Okay." And he d- Jean-Claude does like a, a basic kick. And then he tries to do it and he fucking kicks the guy in the mouth. <laughs> and Jean-Claude even even said "Goloa." Lower. Goloa. Lower.
1: You <laughs> might want to go lower, like because he knows he's gonna fuck it up. Yeah, and even after the whole scene where the uh, they kick the FBI guys out of the 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 bank again, mm-hmm. the security guy's like, "Wow, that was really great, man." Was, <laughs> you were like, "You, you, all the kicking, the punching." That was amazing. he's like super fanning out <laughs> yes. while still holding him hostage. Uh-huh. It's like that's that's got to be commendable. Uh-huh. But at the same time, if this is the leader guy. He's not really portraying strength, yes. like he is owning the situation. So these, all these, these are all Grubers, all Hans Grubers. Yeah. And uh, the story progresses. Uh, we got there's a kid here. We're gonna try to use the kid as leverage. We're gonna use Jean Claude's leverage. Uh, they get Jean Claude to make demands of the of the cops. I want a million dollars and a plane and a bus. And Jean Claude like throws in, oh, uh, also need four hundred fifty thousand
0: yeah. wired to the law firm of so and so Bernstein.
1: Yeah. You can't. You can't have me. If I'm. If they think I'm the terrorist, I can't ask for a million dollars. It doesn't make sense. I'm Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. I got an idea. <laughs> uh, send my lawyer some money too. Uh huh. What did you do that for? I'm like ah, what believable. They 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 know. They're gonna find out. Then of course everybody finds out. Media mm-hmm. circus. Hey, he's losing things. He calls his agent. The agent's like, hey, fuck you, man.
0: <laughs> I love that scene with the agent. <laughs> yeah. So great because you find out that he needs. He needs money. So he's willing to take any job. So they're offering him some role, some shitty, like probably straight to video action. Well, what was role. good
1: about that? The agent offers him like uh, – I don't remember what it was called. this it's called it Delta Force. Like uh, we got this movie called Delta Force. Hey, um, I shot that movie six months ago. Oh. Well, we also have Delta Force 2. <laughs> <laughs> so like the agent doesn't even get – he's like totally checked out. Yeah. <laughs> and then you find out that
0: he lost the role to Seagal. Right. Because he was willing to cut off his ponytail. That's <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> uh, there's so many weird things in this. Uh-huh. I feel like he was trying to make it as real as possible, uh, but also still trying to tell like his story. Mm-hmm. It was, It's was very confusing.
0: This is my story, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. So then, I Pretty don't know. Pretty much we get to the scene you mentioned earlier where he gets real. Yeah. He's sitting there on the floor with the hostages. His seat rises up and it's probably like a five-minute monologue. looking straight at the camera, talking about how we already covered this. I was a nobody and I became somebody. I
1: I lived the American dream. Yeah. And now I'm nobody. Now I have nothing. Yeah. And I'm scared. Mm -hmm. Or basically I'm vulnerable. The the message here is I'm also human, Mm -hmm. just like you. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. And then he... Floats back down, and then as he's going down, like the I do like this, you see him mopping up the tears that from from that scene. So I'm like, wow, he's this guy's got some range, huh? He's not just kicking barrels. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I'm not saying he's Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> he's retired, by the way. He's, he, he's out, right? Yeah. Phantom Thread is his last role. Oh, man. Let's see if he gets the Oscar as a going away present. Maybe. That movie looks fucking boring, dude. Does it? I love Paul Thomas Anderson and I love Daniel Day. This movie looks fucking boring. Mm. I can't do it. You know what it's about, right? Oh, yeah. He's a dressmaker and he falls in love with a model that poses uh with the dress
1: that he makes. Is he in love with the model or the dress?
0: He's uh I don't know. No, maybe it's, probably, it's probably
1: both. Could be both. So it turns out it's gonna be the dress. I bet you, <laughs> yeah, I, that's, yeah that's the, I feel like that's what it's gonna be. That's the uh what do you call it, the turn of the end. Yeah, the I twist like, yeah. I think that's where it's going to be, but you know how Daniel Day-Lewis stays in character, right? Yeah, method actor, crazy method actor. I heard this. I'm like, oh,
0: fucking, of course. He learned how to be a dressmaker months yep. before they started filming. Like, he can actually make you a dress on the spot. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Wow. That's how much he learned. That's impressive. Yeah. All right. Because on Lincoln, I heard stories. You had to address him as Mr. President. Right. Um, Dan, uh, When he did, there, you've seen There Will Be Blood, right? Yeah. When he was doing that, he what did he do? He also did something fucking weird when they said cut. He
1: still stayed in character, but I forgot what his weird like tick. It was, it was like uh, not understanding technology. I think. Yeah, that's what it was. I think like was, like, cell phone. What is? What are you? What are you speaking into <laughs> there, sir?
0: Yeah, I think that's what it was. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. And then gangs of New York. He he's Bill the Butcher. I remember he's like this racist piece of shit. Yeah. I think when they, when they said cut, <laughs> he was still saying like fucked up shit to like the crew, <laughs> just to stay in the role. All right. Oh my god, this guy is fucking insane, dude.
1: I don't know. That's I can't figure out if that's evolved or if it's uh, lack of talent. In, in, in a weird way, cause if you have to stay in character, that means you can't summon it at, at, at a whim. So yeah. that's kind of like a all right. You can't just go back and forth. But at the same time, I'm not a I'm like I'm not an actor. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can play roles that are close to me. I think. Uh-huh. Uh Like I can I can take on opinions that are not my own if I need to. Mm-hmm. But something like that. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could do it. Yeah. So this is all speculation. Mm -hmm. Uh, It just feels like you should be able to turn that on and off if you're a good actor. It's not fake news. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not a good actor, so I can't turn it off and Mm -hmm. on. But I feel like if you are at that level, you should be able to. If you have to stay in that place the entire time, I feel like uh, maybe you don't have that switch like you're supposed to. Again, ignorant phrase from a non-actor. I'm not a SAG card holder or anything. (laughs) I'm just an idiot with a microphone. Uh Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Passing judgment. Passing judgment on movies. all the people. Yes. <laughs> I'll release my, uh, my uh, character actor awards. Uh, fake character actor awards later on. <laughs> like Trump. <laughs> Trump had the
0: fake yeah. news awards. Yeah. Oh, and you my. said CNN came
1: in third? Yeah.
0: Who came in first? Do you know? I, do, the, I, I think New it was York MSNBC. NBC made, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. No, the Post. I think it was the Post. Oh, the Washington Post? Yeah. Okay. I
1: don't remember. That's fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that he's doing that. He's... Goddamn president of the United States, <laughs> and he's all right. I feel like there's more important things to be uh, worried about than uh, fake news awards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. So we're pretty much coming to the end of the movie. There, there's not a lot to this plot. It's just no. The it's just, we're waiting for the plot to be revealed to us, basically. Yeah, uh, and it's. Uh, Little creative ways of uh, backstory, 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 front story, front story back story, uh, fourth wall story, and then mm-hmm. story sorry, story, story. Uh, basically uh, it comes he, he convinces the guy to release the hostages uh, release well the, the, the one thing that I did uh, think was smart of, of this horrible Hans Gruber type guy with the long hair mm-hmm. we got to release a hostage. The only one we can release that will ensure that they don't talk is the mother uh-huh. of the child. They ask for the kid to be released, and he's like, "I'm not giving you the kid. I'll give you somebody." But what if they talk? What if they what if they say something? Got it covered. Kid stays here. Mom goes out. Yeah. You say a word, your son's dead. Oh uh, yeah, that's 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 smart. That's a, that's a Simon Gruber. That's just. a Simon Gruber. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, but then there's a power struggle. Uh security guard ends up uh, shooting him. In the, yeah, and <laughs> shooting tape in the face. Uh huh. And this is also a weird scene because he continues talking. As like, the bullet is in his head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you see him pull the gun out. You hear the gunfire. There's like a, a, a black for a second. It pans back. And the guy's still talking. They're like, what does that mean? Is he have superpowers super now? Is this guy a superhero of some kind? Uh huh. And as he's talking, the camera comes around him and you see in a very artistic bullet, way. Yeah. The bullet hole on his forehead. And as you see the bullet, his speech starts getting more and more slurred until he eventually falls Drums. over. Yeah. Mm-hmm i not sure if that's possible. I feel like it might be.
0: Eh, I don't know. So pretty much the the fat guy goes nuts and uh, the SWAT team go- moves in. Yep. And uh, I, I do like this. He's holding a gun to Jean-Claude's head. They're outside of the building now. And all the hostages are out except for Jean-Claude. Yeah. And the guy has a gun to his head. Yeah, and Jean Claude does some move where he uses his elbow to hit him, and then he knocks him out with the signature Van Dam kick. Yeah, roundhouse, roundhouse kick. The whole he raises his arms in the air like he's fucking Rocky. SWAT
1: team high fives. SWAT him. team <laughs> high fives him. The, crowd, the whole crowd. Van Dam, Van, 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 Van Dam.
0: And then it, it rewinds, and he just does a little elbow move, and, and the it's, cops it's, drop <laughs> Van Dam, and they yeah. drop the the yeah. terrorist.
1: So that that that's what he pictured in his mind happening.
0: But in reality, he just oh, Yeah. Got dropped, yeah. And he gets arrested, and he's facing charges for extorting the government for that little four hundred sixty
1: thousand dollars. That was That yeah. was weird. Just give it back, and then you're you're clear, right? Yeah. I was I was under, I was under duress. That's yeah. that. There's no reason he should be in jail for that. Exactly. I I was forced. I was forced to say that. Yeah. You want proof? Ask the guy. Oh fuck, he's dead. Yeah. Oh, um, sorry. Yes, I'm out. But no, he's an honorable person. Yeah. Uh, that's another message that he's probably trying to get out. Mm-hmm. If I did do that, I would take the punishment.
0: Mm-hmm. So he goes to trial and he's found guilty. Uh, he spends two. He's spending two years in jail. And in jail, he's teaching uh, uh, but, guys how to
1: kick. Before we get before we get yeah. too far away from it, the, the whole scene that that you enjoyed, where it's like, uh, this is what I pictured happening versus what actually happened. <coughs> mm-hmm. I think would have been more effective if they did that more than once throughout the movie.
0: Oh. Here's how action star Jean-Claude would yeah. have done this.
1: Right. Oh, like yeah. like when the host- when he's first taken hostage, you see him just like, oh, I'm not beat everybody up. And then cut back to he's sitting there with a gun in his head. like, And then, and then cut to fourth wall. I, I'm i just an actor. I don't do those for real. <laughs> cut back. Okay. They, they should have sparsed it out more in the movie. The, yeah. the whole fourth wall breaking and the whole vi- uh, what he envisions happening. Mm-hmm. If that would have been more parsed out and made more of a theme – the whole movie, I think, would have made more sense. Yeah. Versus sudden random fourth wall. Hey, and then random dream sequence. Uh-huh. Like, all right, yeah. this is not right again. This is, but that's why I thought Jean Claude did this because <laughs>
0: as like a vanity project, right? All right. Uh, and then he goes to jail for two years, and uh, his daughter finally visits
1: him, and then that's the movie. And that's and that's again him trying to show an emotional mm-hmm. scene where. Uh the, the 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 wife is it the wife? that yes. Comes to visit him like hey I got a surprise for you. Comes and the daughter comes in and he just he's sitting there, and I'm trying. I I, I did kind of feel for him at that moment because anything with the father or daughter I, mm-hmm. I, I I lose my shit. Yeah. I'm a puddle of tears. Uh, but that is it, it. That seemed to me still like that's not that's not proper reaction. Mm-hmm. Where he just kind of stared for a while. He started hitting himself in the head with the phone and then like hey. It, it, it didn't seem very genuine. But, again, I don't Hold a sad card. So I don't know. <laughs> and that's the movie.
0: Yeah. Uh, this was a rough watch. The dubbing. It was hard to listen to the dubbing, so I had to switch the subtitles. Yep. Um, I don't know. I, I like Van Damme in these shitty <laughs> turn your brain off action movies. This one where they're trying to be clever, like you said, with the Tarantino yeah.
1: stuff. It's, it's trying to be too artsy. Mm-hmm.
0: It was kind of like uh, that movie we did with Brad Pitt where he's the hitman. Killing him softly. Yes. They were trying to
1: be too smart for the – for for
0: the the what am I trying to say? They're trying to be too clever and too smart.
1: Yeah. Oh, you don't get it? Oh, yeah. You wouldn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't get it? You wouldn't. You wouldn't get it. Mm-hmm. That, they tried to do this with this movie, uh-huh. but it's you don't get it. Like, nobody gets it, bro. Okay. This is not for clever people. <laughs> this is for Van Dam people. They're like, "Hey, you want to see a different side of uh, Van Dam? Here you go." Yeah. Uh, do, do you have any of your trivia about the the rewrites?
0: I think I have something. Okay, go ahead. Feel free to okay. say it.
1: No, be, because uh, because of this, uh, I, I told my girlfriend we were going to be watching mm-hmm. JCVD, and she got confused. And I was like, uh, "Oh, that TV series on Amazon?" I'm like, "No, sweetheart. There's no." There's no television series about Van Damme on Amazon. This is a movie called JCVD where he's playing himself. Like, no, oh, that was the Amazon series. Like, no, it's not. Looked it up. Holy shit. Yeah, there it there is. There is a series. Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Van Johnson. I had never heard of this. Uh, I started watching it. Uh, because I watched JCVD, I wanted to see if this is anything like that. Jean-Claude Van Johnson, much, much better than JCVD. Uh-huh. I, I watched the first episode only, but... I will finish the series. Okay. Uh, whereas this movie, I have no interest in watching anything ever to do with this movie again. Was
0: this? It was a movie, or no? It's below that.
1: This no. This this was this was uh, this was a big Hollywood movie, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Th- th- if if you would have told me Wasao directed this, got it. Okay. Understood. Understood. <laughs> but because uh, in. in uh, Apparently, a part of the trivia that was on the x-ray from Mm -hmm. Amazon was that this was originally written as Van Damme being uh, much more of a buffoon, I think is is the words they use. Mm -hmm. And Jean-Claude's like, no, no, no. We're not doing that. Rewrite it. Give me another writer to write this better. And they got this guy to come in and do it. In Van Johnson, they left all the buffoonery in there (laughs) because it is – it is a straight comedy.
0: Yeah, you showed me a clip before we recorded. It's fucking hilarious. It is It is a comedy. Yes.
1: It's He's playing himself, which... All right. <laughs> the premise of this is he is an actor, but every time he takes an acting job, it's cover for a secret ops job that he's also doing. Oh, okay. So Van Johnson is his code secret agent name. Uh-huh. Uh, Van Damme is his actor name. name. Okay. So he has a makeup artist. Which is also briefing him on the mission as it's happening. <laughs> this sounds good. Oh my god, it's 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 pretty. It's it's, it's because it knows that it's being dumb and weird. Mm-hmm. I can enjoy it. If I thought they were trying to make an actual legitimate Breaking Bad type of TV series, uh-huh. I would hate this. <laughs> but because I know for a fact, because uh-huh. opening scene he's making fun of himself that he can't do the splits anymore because he's so old. Yeah. Then he gets hit in the face with a Chinese. Um, baton yes. you, is, that, is that what it's called it's not insensitive think, right yeah so the one that <laughs> yeah one s- pulls out yeah yeah i think it's called a chinese baton uh uh-huh. i'm again i don't have a sag card i don't think <laughs> I have a place. i'm not a botanist what happened to that yeah, phrase yeah that's okay. great. Right. yeah but it's it's a, it's a comedy uh jcvd is playing himself but a version of himself mm-hmm. that is a buffoon that the, the movie he ma- takes to make as a cover for this is a reimagining of tom sawyer's huckleberry finn <laughs> where Tom Sawyer is a love interest a girl love interest uh-huh. he's Huck Finn and he has to uh, one of his teammates is also an assassin is Edward uh, Jim uh-huh. <laughs> Negro Jim? Yes uh-huh. and he, and he He puts on overalls. Like, it's time to get to work. He puts on one overall, puts on a straw hat to go fight a guy. So this is all in the first (laughs) episode? In the rain. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's great. And the director is vaping. He's being like a total douche. Like, yeah, all my fight scenes are very choreographed in the right way because of these things. Did you see that commercial I I did? Yeah. Yeah. That was great, right? Because I choreographed the entire thing myself. Oh, everything is just making fun of everything. Yeah. It's brilliant. That sounds great. I think I will check that out. Yeah.
0: This movie. All the first episodes, mm -hmm. though. Like, yeah. Okay. That's what this movie should have been. Like, yeah, like yes. Parody. Leave the buffoonery in there. Yes. <sighs> well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Let's start with the good. Okay. Claudia Puig of USA Today says, with JCVD. Van- Strikeout?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrong Puig.
0: No. Okay. Wrong one. <laughs> okay. With JCVD, <laughs> Van Dam proves he can make a viable career shift into humorous <laughs> or dramatic character roles that hinge more on brains than brawn. Nope. New no. Roger Bohr? Not uh, not the actor. No, no, no. His, the 007? No, his name's actual uh, actually Roger Bohr. He's dead, right? He just died. He recently. died, yeah, like a year or oh. so ago. Okay. If you know, <clears throat> excuse me. If you know Van Damme's work in the least, if you have any sympathy for the plight of the third-rate action screen hero whose days have come to an end, JCVD will amuse and touch you.
1: Nope. <laughs> I think uh, if you think that you yourself have been touched, okay. In the head.
0: <laughs> Finally, Mick LaSalle of the San Francisco Chronicle says JCVD is not an action movie, but a shrewd satire about stardom and the cult of celebrity.
1: That's accurate. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it's a positive thing.
0: Uh, Bad review. (laughs) Bad reviews. David Edelstein of Vulture says, the film itself doesn't rise above the level of a good try. In the absence of Godardian wit, JCVD needs
1: more kickboxing.
0: So, Godard, he's saying, instead of all the fancy schmancy bullshit, this movie needed more kickboxing.
1: Yeah. But I feel like the whole point of this movie was Van Damme show, I'm more than a kickboxer. Yes. Exactly. Even though I'm going to kickbox a cigar out of a mouth (laughs) still. Hey, oh, Scott. Of the New York Times says this may well be the most
0: memorable Jean-Claude Van Damme movie ever, but I'm afraid that's not saying much. <laughs> and finally, Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times says, there we go. I sort of enjoyed myself. I sort of enjoyed myself. I could have done without the scene where he floats in anguish rev- reverie, making Hamlet sound like an extrovert. <laughs> Uh, finally, uh, no, not finally. Next is the Rotten Tomatoes game. This yeah. is part of the show make Adam guess the score we the movie based on his Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience?
1: Uh, let's go to the critics. Uh, this is not going to be the darling that the director set out to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure they were all half having themselves the same way that um, – uh Aykroyd was high-fiving himself on the way oh, to For Nothing for, but Trouble? Yeah. Like all oh, the whew, All the awards. And the same way Wissau was high-fiving himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's definitely rotten. It's okay. definitely rotten by the critics. Uh, I'm gonna say like a seven percent. Eighty four percent, Adam. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> no no no. <laughs> yeah. I think you typed in the wrong movie there. <laughs> no. This is 84% From the critics? Or the critics. Are there any American critics? Or is, is it all? Yeah, I read you all. Okay. I read you San Francisco Chronicle. All right, all right. But uh, is everybody else that you didn't read, are they all from Brussels? No. It's all, all the top critics are in... 84%?
0: Uh-huh. See, I knew about this movie a little more than you. I didn't want to say anything. This movie was like a big hit at Sundance or wherever the fuck it debuted and people were like, oh my God, that, that, this is incredible.
1: That actually makes sense to me because of all, all the things that were trying to be artsy that I looked at as like, pfft, That's bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> they probably ate that shit up then. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Ah, oh, I'm so out of tune. I've been doing so good the past couple weeks. Yeah, you have. <laughs> all right. Oh no, that's going to, okay. Now the audience. audience. Oh no, I don't know what to do with myself now. Yeah, it threw you off. You were confident, too. I was. You were 7%. Yeah, I'm like, oh, (laughs) here we go. I'm going for the four-peat here. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh Audience is going to be shit. I've never heard anything about this outside of anything. But I can't go as low as I want to now. All right. Uh, 46 74% Seventy four percent from the
0: audience. It's fresh on both sides.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't know. You ready to quit? I don't. know. You turn in your. No, no, no. Your it's review. Not, your uh, review badge. I got to do some real uh, deep thinking. Maybe okay. I, I don't think I've seen a lot of Vendan movies, uh-huh. so maybe that's skewing me. If I in comparison to maybe the rest of them, maybe this is good. If you, if you, no. Well, no.
0: It's this is his first like dramatic role. Everything else is a, an action movie, like a dumb action
1: But do you movie. get like a 60% boost for doing a dramatic role after being an action star? <laughs> I don't know. Did did uh, What Dreams May Come get like a 205%? <laughs> oh, for Rob Yeah. I don't
0: know. Well, maybe this will cheer you up. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. He's been in a lot of the movies we're doing, and since both me and Adam equally love him, we decided to ask what role would Giamatti have had in this movie. So, the R- Giamatti rule. Yeah. Whoever you put in, you have to sub someone out. So... Hold on. Okay. A lot of these movies, were like, oh, you can't really take him out. You can take anyone out of this fucking anyone. movie except JCVD. Right. So who's your pick?
1: Oh, no. Okay. It's it's either going to be the FBI agent. The, the, the inspector? The, the, the guy that had to be in his underwear. Uh-huh. Or it's the the fanboy uh, yeah. hostage taker. Security guard. Guy. But I kind of like him there. Though. I'll, I want to keep, keep him yeah, there. Yeah, we'll keep him there. He's, he's the guy, the FBI agent that uh, was in his underwear. Okay. The main guy. That'd be brilliant. hmm Sounds good. Now it's time for trivia.
0: This is part of the show where you give out little bits of fic- facts or info you may not know about the movie. The whole scene in the taxi is completely improvised. Yep. Mabrouk L. Mechri told Jean Claude Van Damme to just be nice to the
1: driver no matter what she said. It makes sense after after I, I read that one mm-hmm. uh, from on the on the X ray. Like yeah, I get it because mm-hmm. because it didn't. It, it seemed like she just wanted to. She had an agenda <laughs> and he had an agenda uh-huh. and it didn't make sense and they he, clashed. Yeah. Like uh, I'm sorry. I'm very tired. Oh, you're so rude! <laughs> what? <laughs> Who says that? It'd be rude if you're like, hey, uh, listen, bitch. Yeah. I just need to shut my eyes. Can you just not say something for five fucking seconds? Yeah. Then be like, oh, you're rude. Not. Yeah. I'm just tired. I'm sorry. Like just, I don't. You're just so rude. Yeah. <laughs> what? He was. He was being very nice. Yeah. In the opening intro
0: scene, Jean-Claude Van Damme's comment about not being able to film in one shot was his own ad-lib, partly in response to Mabruk El Mekri actually wanting to shoot the sh- scene in one shot. Yep. The opening intro scene was filmed at the end of the shoot for insurance reasons. It was rehearsed <laughs> over an entire night and shot in four or five takes. That's still pretty impressive though. Yeah. For how it long looked that like, scene it was? looked like it was one continuous shot. Yeah. yeah. That's like a straight up
1: like old school like Van Damme action piece right there. One Night, that's... Well, they rehearsed in One Night. Yeah. And shot on it. That's... I like that's, that. Yeah. And
0: finally, the concept for the film originated when the producer had an agreement with Jean-Claude Van Damme to play himself, himself in a movie. In the original screenplay, Van Damme was portrayed as more of a clown.
1: Oh, clown, not Ma- buffoon.
0: Mabruk El Mekri was brought on to rewrite and was subsequently asked to direct.
1: So Jean-Claude asked for a rewrite. This guy came in. Here's a rewrite. And he's like... It's brilliant. brilliant. Oh, yes. Directed, too. Yeah, no, you know exactly what I was trying to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs>
0: next, Money Makes the World Go Round or "Bialystok in Bloom. <laughs> we want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for this movie, 10 million euro. Don't worry, I did the conversion. Thank God. It's 12.5 million dollars, US dollars. How much do you think this, its total worldwide gross is? I don't. I don't. I don't
1: know. My my bra <laughs> is all to, I'm gonna give it to you in dollars. So okay. Yeah, but oh, <laughs> my, uh, based on what I, uh, the the ratings, uh, that's then we is such a loop. So if it made okay, so 36 is even, but this is also all shot in Belgium. It's gonna get a huge boost overseas. In the movie themselves, I think you said you get like a six million dollar boost just because I'm in it from overseas.
0: Yeah. If it's six million dollar, what what else goes to the budget? If it's all me, I'll take pay, I'll take a pay cut.
1: Yeah, I'll do scale. Yeah, which again, just trying to show how human he is. Yeah, uh, trying to explain all his bad movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, I'm gonna go with ninety million. Okay, in the U S. this grossed four hundred seventy thousand six
0: hundred ninety one dollars. Overseas, it grossed 1.8 million, bringing its total worldwide gross to 2.2 million dollars. How did it get such high ratings then? Well, just- Nobody be- would have to see it! I know, but just because a movie doesn't make a lot of money, doesn't mean it's not highly- Look at a lot of Oscar movies, like nobody sees them. But they're highly reviewed, highly rated. Uh, this, this film debuted in 62nd place on the weekend of November 7th, 2008, with twenty thousand one hundred nineteen dollars. So th-
1: this was this this is a Stock and boom for sure. <laughs> th- this is this would be a golden cow to them. Yes, ten million dollars they made off of this then. Yeah, that,
0: that they had to write off. <laughs> Uh so this debuted in 62nd place with 20 grand number 1 that week was Madagascar Escape to Africa. That's a Ben Stiller movie. Yes. And finally, JCVD was the 262nd highest grossing film of 2008. <laughs> number 1 that year, we mentioned it earlier. Number 1 year of 2008 was
1: The Dark Knight. Oh, yep. Yep. Uh wait, so this this one won awards? Or it got nominated for awards? JCVD? Yeah, you said it was a, a Sundance darling. Yeah, right? it's it was nominated
0: for like whatever. Uh, so, uh, what's the other one? The one in Paris. Uh, you win the palm, no, you win the <laughs> you win the Palm Door there. Uh, Cannes, the Cannes, oh, Cannes. So at Cannes film con. festival. Yeah, mm. there's uh, different awards. Okay. I don't know if it was nominated, but it was like a, a hit. People were like, "Oh my god, this is actually pretty
1: good." And dr Knight nothing. From it, nowhere.
0: It was it was nominated. Oh, well, Heath Ledger won.
1: Okay. So it won an Oscar. Okay, well, yeah, that. Yeah. Well, yeah, he goddamn better have. Yeah. That was.
0: But it, uh, Dark Knight had like technical awards, like best sound editing, sound, okay. like stuff like that. All right. Nolan was nominated. Maybe. I don't know. Don't
1: quote me on that. All right.
0: Where can you watch all these movies, Adam? Where did, Wait, where did you watch? I uh, watched it uh, on JCBD. Amazon, man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. With the X-Ray. You got that little trivia so I can ruin your little uh, bit at the end there. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Uh. Yeah, Amazon. Go to Amazon. Before you go to Amazon, actually, go to our website, uh, Click on the banner on our page. It takes you to Amazon. You do your shopping as normal. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but any purchase you make, we get a percentage. Mm-hmm. And
0: you could bookmark that yeah. homepage that it sends you to.
1: Right. So, so, so click on the link, bookmark the page it takes you to, and then you can just – And then when you do your normal shopping, yeah, it comes our way. Click on that, man.
0: That's 2008's JCVD, directed by Mabruk El Mekri. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we will watch it before any other requests. Next week... Watching
1: another movie that was on Amazon Prime. Yeah. This one was my pick. Oh, well, speaking of which, we have a request, but we'll save that for the next episode to announce oh, what it's yeah. going to be.
0: And I know who it's from. All right. Uh, <laughs> so next week, we're going to be watching 2016's Triple Nine. We reviewed the trailer for this. Yes. And I remember you wanted to watch, you, like, you were pumped up to see this movie. Yes. So Jesse Pinkman, man. Jesse Pinkman, Omar's in it for one scene. Omar,
1: that, that coming in. Omar me way guard. <laughs> Yeah. Because I was like, I recognize that. Who is that? Oh my
0: God! Yeah. <laughs> Casey Affleck's in it. Kate Winslet's in it. Uh, she uh, would tell Woody Harrelson. O'Giofor, Woody L. Harrelson. Anthony Mackie. Great cast, man.
1: Norman Reedus. That's right.
0: Uh, All star cast.
1: Good, great cast. Great cast. Yeah. Everybody basically is like, "Hey, I know that guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, I know that guy." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this was on the uh, spoiler trailer review, which we did. Yeah, which is on our YouTube channel. If you go to Rad Pack Productions on on the YouTubes. Go to the spoilers channel, and there's uh triple nine should be there somewhere. Yeah, triple nine's on there. I remember we reviewed it. I remember you were really pumped up to
0: see it. Yeah. So when I was going through Netflix and Prime we saw
1: the red band trailer, that was like a. Oh yeah. It it showed a lot of. It, it didn't give much away. That's I think that yeah. that was a good part about it. Uh huh. It just it just intrigued the curiosity. Mm-hmm. So for my flight, I had to pick a movie
0: to. uh Watch that I can download on the phone. Yeah, so I'm man. like, wait a minute. He wanted to watch Triple Nine. Fuck it. Let's just do Triple Nine. So that's the reason we're doing it. All right. And Sarah watched it with me. Ah. Because Hawaiian Airlines, I, we were duped by them. uh Hawaiian Airlines, they say, get our get our free app so that way you can stream. So Delta does this. Have you ever fly Delta? Okay. They have a – not Delta. Uh, United. Wait. Which is the one that got the doctor – they kicked him out of the plane? Was that United? Ooh, I don't know. I think that was United. Okay. So we flew United and – They said, hey, if you get our United app, you can stream Netflix or whatever on your phone. Okay. So I see that on Hawaiian Airlines. I'm like, better get the app. We get there. No Wi-Fi. No streaming through their app. You have to pay $8 for a package of like movies and shows that you can watch on the screen in front of you. So me and her were not interested in that. So I read... Clash of Kings, the second book at Game of Thrones. Sarah was reading. She was uh, playing mahjong. They gave you. They, it was a touchscreen, so she, she, she so she played that. Okay. And then I said, Babe, I have to watch a movie for the podcast. You want to watch it? She goes, Sure. So we killed two hours with Triple uh, Nine. All right. So I'll tell you what she thought of it. Fantastic. Next week. So watch Triple Nine. Yes. And until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm
1: Adam. Aloha. <laughs> Means- I think it's mahalo. Mahalo is goodbye. No, no. Aloha is uh, uh, hello, goodbye, and also I love you. Okay. Sorry. Mahalo, I think, is like good luck or something. Okay. That's, yeah, it's the Corolla thing. Okay. Yeah. Till so next time. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So until next time, this is uh, Adam for uh, Hollywood saying mahalo. That's right. And also enjoy your burrito. That's So that was. Boomer lives! <laughs> so Mark Marin.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Lock the gate! <laughs>